Welcome to the Drink Local Podcast, Episode 3. I am William. And this is Misa. We are longtime craft beer enthusiasts. We aren't industry insiders. We are not Cicerones. And we are not brewers. What we are is we're just like you. Just some people who are really, really excited about craft beer. We've been drinking craft beer for over 15 years. And during that time, our passion for craft beer has informed so many of our experiences, whether it's our tourism, our culinary preferences, the types of activities we do for fun, craft beer has always played a role. And most importantly, we are not critics. (laughs) So with that said, let's get right into it. All right. All right, so today I'm just going to give you guys the rundown real quick and let you know what we're going to be talking about, and then we're going to check out these beers and jump right in. All right. So we uh, filmed Uh some of our proof of concept for the uh, Drink Local podcast. or no, Yeah, the Drink Local TV show. (laughs) Yeah. Um, As you might be able to tell, uh, I couldn't wait and I might have had a beer today (laughs) before we started the show but uh we did that and we're gonna talk about that a little bit we're gonna talk about osaka we're gonna go ahead and jump into what made us want to drink and we're gonna take some questions from the beer curious so i'm really excited about all that but first let's go ahead and jump right into these beers all right oh good sound <laughs> right, see. It's bubbling, baby. Oh, oh. Wow. Wow, you've been pouring messy these past couple of episodes. How's it messy? Look at this. Nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, it's got a nice head, but you know, I heard it really uh. just plop in there. You know, I like I to... wanted to get the pouring sound. I see, I see, I see. You so know? you gotta get a plan. You yeah, plan. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, I like it to silently slide down the glass. You know, that's how I prefer to pour well, my beers but. being a japanese person you know like japanese beer commercials they like i mean you you've been to japan you've yeah. seen them right yes. like does it not make you want to have a beer it always makes you want to have right a beer. because i feel like american beer commercials are more about like oh look at the fun we're having and this and that but japanese beer commercials are like look at this beer even <laughs> even right their billboards make me want to have a beer like if you can get you a mate that looks at you like a japanese person on a billboard looks at a beer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you found somebody yeah really they're just looking at it at it like like this is like the most delicious thing they've ever had they're just looking at it, just like lifting the glass up like what the fuck is this this is fucking delicious you know but like in the commercial they just go you know, and you go, you hear the it's true, it's and then you just drink it and go. You're right. You're right. Right. You're right. It's all about the drinking experience. You know what I mean? It's kind of interesting if you really think about the difference in that. That's my personal preference for how I pour a beer, but there's definitely no wrong way to pour it. No, there isn't. I almost spilled it, but you know, you don't want to waste it. But. So what are we drinking? Okay, so today we got three Japanese beers. Okay, so nice. We nice. Because have, we're talking about Osaka, right? So uh, none of these are Osaka beers, but <clears throat> the one of them is Raidin uh, Pilsner. Okay. Raidin is the name of the brewery, Pilsner. Okay. And then uh, Iwatekura is the brewery, Japanese ale, Japanese herb ale, Sancho. So Sancho is the herb. Sancho is the herb. Okay, nice. It's so like that... a spice. Okay. And then uh, Kyoto Bakshu. Bakshu is, uh, means beer. Uh, literally, Baku is like a character for like, wheat, like barley okay. or wheat. Um, and then shoot is like a sake, like, you know, so wheat beer, basically. I mean, wheat sake, meaning okay. like beer. Kyoto Bakshu Matcha IPA. I just want to be clear that the brewery is yes. Kizakura Kyoto. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, well, first of all, cheers. All right. Cheers. Oh, all right. I'm, I'm going to start with the, uh, Pilsner. the Pilsner. I'm trying the uh, Sancho. Okay. 
smelling it. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm. It's always so good. Mm. Oh, really? I'm yeah. excited. Okay, so Sancho, this is the Iwatekura Japanese spice ale or herb ale, Sancho. Uh, Sancho is like this uh, Japanese spice. It's like a traditional Japanese spice. Mm -hmm. I guess uh, it's like a Japanese pepper. They, they kind of, they do look like peppercorns. And they are like ground up. And you don't eat them that much. Because it's like, it's very fragrant. And it kind of has this like, if you have too much, it's almost like this numbing kind of like effect. You okay. know? Um, and then you there's... When you eat like unagi, uh -huh. eel, it's a lot of times it'll be sprinkled a little bit on top. Um, not on sushi, but like when you eat like a unagi, like... Like cooked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, over rice, you know. Um, but it's also in uh, shichimi, which is like this Japanese pepper mix of like seven different kinds of peppers. So that's one of the ingredients. I see. So, but it has this kind of like a citrusy quality. I guess it's a citrus family. Okay. So you kind of get that like citrusy thing. And I guess they used Sancho instead of hops. I see. So, the, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Instead of hops. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it wow. says. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's that's fascinating. Mm -hmm. That's fascinating. And it's won World Beer Award Asia. Wow. Uh, the first place. Twice, in 2013 and 2014. Okay, well, you know, I think I'm going to taste it. Taste it, okay, please. Because that sounds very this, uh, uh, intriguing. Uh-huh. I'm going to taste this mm. Rydine Pilsner. Wow. Mm. Huh. That's really good. It's really smooth. Like, you know, when you said it that is. it was, you know, when you described yeah. the uh, Sancho pepper, mm -hmm. then I was thinking, you know, like it was going to have a lot more bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's actually really appealing, mm -hmm. and it honestly makes you want to take a big gulp. It does, because I was kind of like, I feel like I've seen this before, and I, I might have even had it, but like, the on the bottle, the sticker that it has on the bottle, it says Sancho, like really big, yeah. so it just like, I was kind of like, a little bit intimidated, because yeah. it could potentially have like, a bite, you know, yeah. based on the... Uh, the spice, but it's it's really like a well-rounded, like well-balanced yeah. beer. And you know, like I don't tend to gulp ales. Mm -hmm. You know, like I tend to have uh, smaller so sips. Mm -hmm. You know, but this one is like it's very. You know, it's almost crushable. Like you want. Yeah, really... you kind of want to keep going back yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really has like yeah. a citrus flavor without being it being like sweet or anything. You know, because yeah. it's not actually citrus. Um, and then I'm going to try this matcha beer okay. from Kyoto Bakshu. It's actually like a really dark green. I've never matcha seen IPA. this beer. Uh -huh. I've had beers Kyoto. from this brewery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, quite a few of them actually. But When I've we never... actually went to Kyoto. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I've oh. never seen this one. Me either. That's why I was like, let me get this. Wow. Yeah, and I wasn't expecting it to be green. It's like a, you know, it's a, you know we're coming up on St. Patty's Day. Yeah, and yeah. It's mm -hmm. kind of like you know the green beer that you see, but it's an IPA, hmm. so that's pretty interesting, you know. But obviously, it's green because of the matcha, right? So. I mean, it's it's definitely like has the IPA like bitterness of the IPA. It kind of somehow it kind of feels like minty a little bit. It does, but like you know, it like kinda, the after like taste. You like know, the, I don't know if it's the uh, it was very foamy. You know, had yeah, a lot, yeah, yeah, had a lot was, of head, yeah. mm -hmm. and the head was really cool because the head was also like a light mm -hmm. green. It mm -hmm. was matcha colored, mm -hmm. honestly, and it kind of has like you know leaves you with like that powdery quality mm -hmm. in your mouth, like when you drink matcha. Mm -hmm. You know, so mm -hmm. it's really good, mm -hmm. and I'm really like fascinated by the fact that like they call this an IPA. Yeah, me too. So, like, this Kyoto Bakshu, I remember mm. when we went to... It is to, hoppy. It is bitter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it kind of blends, like, the bitterness of the green tea with the, the yeah IPA Yeah, it's, it's very different because, I mean, mm -hmm. last week we talked about... Mm -hmm. I think it was last week or it might have been the week before. 
Oh, the but, first. Yeah, yeah actually, it was in, in the first episode. Mm-hmm. We talked about the Stone Green Tea IPA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is a totally different experience no, yeah, than that. It's yeah. not the same thing at all. No, because know? that one was like a fresh green tea, yeah. like uh, like brewed, you know. But yeah. this is matcha, which is like a powder, right? Which tends to be more like a, it's like darker. It's it's more intense, you yeah. know. Um, so yeah, when we went to Kyoto several years ago, I believe this was the first time you went to Japan. Actually, okay, we so to, that would have been seven or eight years ago. Yeah, so we went to Kyoto with my sister and her husband, and we—I remember we were walking around. Like they kind of took us around, even though they're not like from Kyoto or anything. They—they're kind of familiar with the area because they've been there a lot. And so we were walking. I remember. Uh, to Arashiyama, which is this area in Kyoto known for like these crazy bamboo forests. It's yeah. super green. It's really beautiful. And I remember we just bought a bunch of these uh, Kyoto bakshu beers, like all kinds of different ones, not this matcha one, but and we were walking around and just drinking because in Japan you can just yeah. drink it. Well, you know, I mean, in public. Yeah. Well, you know, there there are no guns. <laughs> you know, like I, I, right. I mean, I'm just keeping real. Less likely, gonna, you know, it's yeah. like you know, we talk a lot about freedom over here in America. You know, I say like you gotta choose your freedoms. I'd yeah. rather just be able to drink beer mm-hmm. wherever I want mm-hmm. than have to worry about getting shot. But right? that sounds like a better life. <laughs> that's just me, you know. But anyway, yeah. So we were able to just walk around. We have this choice, guys. You know, drinking. Uh, all the all types of beers and it was really cool yeah i, I do remember mm-hmm. that yeah yeah so yeah. but i have the uh kyoto the uh kizakura kyoto beers yeah every time i go to japan because they have pretty good distribution yeah so these three beers all from different breweries have something in common okay well have we talked about the Raidin? oh because we mm-hmm. haven't talked about that yet. Okay. And full disclosure, I have had this one before. Yeah. I don't know why I said full disclosure. Like it was like <laughs> some big secret, you know? Like don't tell know, anybody, yeah, yeah. but I have had I'm, this. Yeah, I'm not like on trial. I'm not running for anything. Yeah. You know, I'm usually running from something. But totally different story. But uh, I've had this one before, mm-hmm. and um, so I was really excited about it because I knew it was going to be really good. And I didn't think yeah. that I was going to have this outside of Japan. I'm actually surprised at the beers that you were able to get well, from the Japanese market. Well, okay. So this relates to what they have in common, but you can uh, talk about the Raidin beer if you want to. Okay. Well, it's just your classic <laughs> delicious pilsner. You know, it's kind of spicy. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like actually pretty bitter. Mm. For... A Pilsner, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I love Pilsners. Mm-hmm. I've been drinking a lot of them recently. I was actually talking to my friend, and he is very, very picky about his Pilsners. <laughs> I was like, you know, I was like, you know, I hope that uh, <laughs> he doesn't hear this, but I know that his wife listen, uh, listens. I was like, what a shitty life you have. Oh. Because why are you picky about your Pilsners? Like, just... Enjoy the time, man. <laughs> Enjoy it. Like, you know, like, you know, variety is the spice of life. Oh. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. I don't know who they are. Okay. But that is what they say, you know. And having variety amongst Pilsners, being able to have, you know, a little bit of diversity with it mm-hmm. out without having to have it really adhere to, like, very strict flavor profile. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really fun because different regions have different ideas right. of how these types of beers should taste. And they also right. have just uh, different kinds of taste buds that they've been conditioned to. Like Japanese beers tend to be sweeter and more malty. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just mm-hmm. how it is. So please, uh, go ahead and tell me what you wanted to say about these beers' commonality. Okay. Do you want to take a guess or no? Let's just, just go I don't right want to guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So the what they have in common is that they're all... I mean, they're all brewed in breweries, but the parent company is a sake brewery. Are they all? So the originally, Kizakura is actually a famous uh, sake like like company. I see. Um, so these I are see all commercials of it. These are all, all different, different sake breweries. Yeah. So okay. the, wow. um, I never would have guessed that. What do you mean? Do you want to <laughs> guess? Are you kidding me? So the Sancho Iwatekura, uh, the company or the the you know 
so they're, all of them, the main thing is actually sake. And they do, they started doing like beers, you know, that's like as like a, another thing that they're doing, but they're originally doing sake, right? So the Iwatekura one, uh, the, the sake company is called Sekinoichi. So that's their um, sake that they do, Sekinoichi. But this one I haven't heard of, so it, it's probably the smallest of the three. Um, and all their sakes are like Sekinoichi something. Well, no, that's not true. They have different ones, but it's not as like extensive, right? And then uh, this Kyoto Bakshu, Kizakura, is is famous. It's like, I would say it's a commercial sake company. Um, and they have a very, like a bunch of different brands of sake. And they have this like kappa character. Like I've seen commercials of it. Like they've been doing commercials. Kappa for is like that turtle that kind of has like a, yeah, a bald head. Mythical, like yeah, it's like a Japanese. <laughs> yeah, it's a mythical Japanese character. It looks kind of like a frog, uh, yeah. turtle mix. Yeah. You know, with the bald head. Yeah. They have a plate on their head. Yeah. Anyway, um, there's like water in it or something. Anyway, um, so they do all the Kyoto Bakshu beers, but they also have uh, the Lucky series called like the um, Lucky Dog. I've seen Lucky Cat, Lucky Mouse, Lucky oh, Chicken. Oh, I've never seen these beers. I've seen the Lucky Dog. Interesting. Um, yeah. And then the Raidin, uh, they are based in Niigata, which is like famous for like rice which makes sense because that's what sake is made of, right? Um, their uh, sake thing is Hakkai-san, which is also a very uh, famous sake. Yeah, it actually Hakkai-san. says that. It says Hakkai-san mm-hmm. Raidin beer. It says yeah. Hakkai-san in really hard to read white letters, but I see it. Yeah, so, so then I was like, okay, so it makes sense why they get good distribution you know, because, because they already these, have the connections. Right, because right. they're selling these sakes into, you know, I'm sure they were selling a, like awesome. Hakkai-san and like all these Kizakura and like, I don't know about this, uh, they, they must sell well, this uh, Sekinoichi beer. I mean, uh, sake. It sounds so, like their beer is kind of second banana, but they're still brewing good beer. Like yeah. these are good beers, you know. And one yeah. thing that I wanted to mention about uh-huh. this uh, Raidin Pilsner uh-huh. is that it has a snow monkey on yes. it. Which, you know, we love snow monkeys. Yes. We, uh, you know, if, uh, unfortunately, it's not my spirit animal, but I wish that it was because I respect the snow monkey lifestyle. Like any animal that just kicks it in hot springs bathing, like you got to respect it. They even have like something about the artist on their website, the Rydeen, rydeenbeer.jp. I see, I see. So... I see. They give props to the artist, which is also always nice, you know. So, do you have any other beer trivia that you want to share with us? Or that was we it. But keep it uh, that was it. But I was. It was interesting. It's always interesting when I look these up. Yeah, that yeah. kicked ass. Like mm-hmm. you know, um, we're gonna keep drinking these, <laughs> but we're gonna move forward and get into mm-hmm. the show. Let's do it. Yeah. So um, we filmed mm-hmm. some of the. Uh, Proof of concept. Mm-hmm. We planned it all out, and what we did is we went to a local bar, mm-hmm. Lucky Baldwin's. Mm-hmm. It is a an English pub, mm-hmm. and what we wanted to do was just film some footage and get some. How do you describe it? Practice. Yeah, and get some practice, but also just uh, get something for the mm. bars izakayas and breweries Mm -hmm. that we like in japan to have something to see Mm -hmm. so that they can kind of understand better what we want to do with them right so we did the hardest part Mm -hmm. and we think that it went pretty well or well enough anyway Mm -hmm. you know and we're going to be doing the editing process next so you know this probably won't be for public consumption Mm -hmm. But, you know, maybe some of the insiders, people who listen to our podcast may be able to get a peek at it. You know, we'll see. We'll see what mm-hmm. happens. It depends on how much we like it. That's pretty right. much what it comes right. down to. Yeah. But, we're, yeah. you know, this, we're, we're learning a lot doing yeah. this, you know. We're not 
currently YouTubers, you know. Yeah. So we're, I mean, I guess we're trying to be one, but. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but like you know, but we're not like. like it's different. Know, it's a little bit we're different. Not, yeah. We're not trying to be influencers, right? You know, we're we're really beer enthusiasts, mm -hmm. and we really just. We love it, and we've had so much fun with it that we just want to share this. Yeah, know? yeah, it's the we've been pool. doing it for so long. It's right. been such a an essential part of who we've been for the past several years of our lives. Yeah, this is what you we know? do. So and yeah, and we we've learned so much. We you know we we feel like we found a treasure. Uh -huh. You know, and yeah, we just, and we just have so much fun. People. So yeah, but uh. You know, just talking about, you know, kind of like, you know, the peaks and valleys that you mm -hmm. have to endure mm -hmm. in your journey. You know, when we uh, first decided to choose Lucky Baldwin's mm -hmm. as, you know, our spot, uh -huh. um, we chose it because we've been going there for over 10 years. Mm -hmm. They have three locations in the Pasadena area. Yeah. And we haven't been to... The one that's in Sierra Madre, which yeah. is, uh, you further know, east. Yeah, which is a little bit further out. All of their pubs have different themes. So the first one is in Old Town Pasadena. Mm -hmm. It's an English pub. Mm -hmm. The uh, second one is the one in Sierra Madre. That one was the second one, and it's like a Belgian style or something like I'm not, I'm not I'm not exactly sure what it is like mm -hmm. you know you, you can get the information for me mm -hmm. but the third one is a Trappist pub so that one's like Belgian right you know and they all are just a little bit different they have different vibes well, so well the the one in uh, Sierra Madre is Lucky Baldwin's Delirium Cafe so it is also okay so that is yeah that's Belgian. very Belgian mm -hmm. like Delirium Tremens mm -hmm. you know so yeah so anyway though uh, we went there you know. I, I, I've been going there to watch some football games. Mm -hmm. Soccer. And, not soccer. Actually football. Right? Yeah, because actual, like, yeah. Because actual, soccer is really yeah, big. Yeah, soccer is really big at those pubs. Yeah. You know, um, they each have their own team. You know? Right, right. So um, I go there and I end up meeting up with this guy. He is the manager of the establishment. And he tells me, hey, you know, it's totally fine if you want to do this. I said, I'm going to email him. I email him. I let him know that we're going to come in, ask him to reserve some tables for us so that we can do some shooting. And he says, no problem. I'll let the people know. And we're going to get the ball rolling. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to the day of the shoot. We walk in. I'm like, hey, we're here for the shoot. And the people who are working there are like, what are you talking about? We don't want to be filmed. And we're like, well, we're not planning on filming you. And we're so sorry. <laughs> um, we uh, thought that this was all set up in advance. That was supposed to be the plan. We spoke to this guy. And he said it was cool. Uh, they were very caught off guard. <laughs> Luckily, they were really, really cool. You know, we had brought some coffee for the guy just as a thank you. We said, let's, how about you take it? <laughs> you know, and they were like, cool, no problem. Do whatever you want to do. They let us go in there, do all the stuff we wanted to do, have a good time, drink a bunch of beer, eat a bunch of their food, talk about how much we love it, and it all seemed to go really well. We had a couple of our friends there. And they were awesome. Uh -huh. You know, our friends, you uh -huh. know, Aaron and Nicole. Uh -huh. They came through for us. They're very beery as well. Yep. We've gone on a lot of adventures with them. We have, yeah. Yeah, and uh -huh. it was just really cool. So yeah. they're now, like our beer friends. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're definitely our beeriest buddies. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So now we're going to start the editing process and we're going to get some more footage and then we're going to put the whole show together so next time or maybe the time after that or maybe even the time after that we'll tell you a little bit more about what the format of the show is going to be right and then try to bring our vision into fruition and we plan to have that all set up by the time we go to japan in march mm -hmm. when we are going to go talk to many of the people that we liked the last few times yep. and try to get this ball rolling. Yep. And then we're going to go back later on in the year mm -hmm. and do the actual shooting. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the plan. That's the proof of concept. 
um, let's talk Osaka. Why don't you uh, take it away from there? Oh, so we went to Osaka last spring when we were in Japan, and I guess the reason we decided to go there was partly because I, I'm from Japan, but I've never really like set foot in Osaka. I pass by like, you know, transferred trains or whatever, but like I've never like walked around the town and stuff, you know, so I was like, well, I feel like this is a good time, chance for us to go check out the beer scene there, check out what's going on over there, and also catch a baseball game. Even though the baseball game is not in Osaka, it's more like it's not it's like more kind of towards Kobe. <laughs> right, but it's it's an Osaka baseball team. It's the yes. uh, Hanshin Tigers. Yep. That is my baseball team in Japan. Uh-huh. You know, um, I adopted them uh-huh. when I went to a vintage clothing store uh-huh. and saw this kick-ass hoppy. <laughs> a hoppy is like, you know, it's like, it's kind of like a, well, you, how, how you describe it? Like a hoppy? Japanese, yeah, Japanese. Uh, it's like a, I mean, I guess like, it's like a, kimono but it's like a half you know it's not a full length it's half length and it's something you put on over your clothes yeah usually for happy for japanese people it doesn't close in the front or anything you wear it open and you wear it for like festivals and stuff like that you yeah know? so yeah yeah so uh i like that it was it, it was fashion first you know, well, you know, we talked about spirit animals. Uh-huh. You know, mine is probably the tiger, uh-huh. you know, and I really hate that because of Ed Hardy, you know, like. Don't worry about, don't worry about it's, them. You know, like, tigers are douchey. It is what it is, you know, like, I mean, well, tigers are beautiful animals, but they have been adopted by the douche, like, very thoroughly. And so, it is what it is, but, you know. Real recognize real. You know, you know, depending on. You know who you ask. I may be a little douchey, so it's <laughs> probably so. totally fine. Uh, but like you know, my dad. You know, he used to call me Tiger when I was a kid. Uh, my uh, junior high school was the Tigers. tigers yeah. You know, so I've always had this thing for tigers. It's you know, a good the, animal. the uh, first uh, um, robotic claw game prize that I ever uh-huh. won was a uh plush tiger that's I, where you got it yeah it was I, a claw game thing yeah i still have it oh, you wow, know i was on a run that day i won <laughs> like six animals what? in a row really yeah it was in the walmart in arkansas it was awesome wow uh, yeah and so you know i gave them to everybody you know you kept the tiger kept the tiger wow yeah. wow so, i didn't know this story yeah that's so awesome. you know like i have an affinity for tiger mm-hmm. i always wear onitsuka tigers yeah yeah, yeah. you know so it is what it is. Uh-huh. So I was like, you know, Hanshin Tigers. That's mm-hmm. my team. You're like, perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why we ended up going to Osaka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was spring. So it was like, you know, the season had just started, you know. And, and, and we found a uh, Hanshin Tigers versus uh, the Giants, which is also a team in Japan. Yeah. Um, and they're like rivals, you know. So yeah. they're like old time rivals, you know. Yeah. So, so we got to go see that even though. Which is perfect because yeah. I'm a Dodgers fan uh-huh. and our rivals are the San Francisco Giants. That's true. So I just don't like Giants. And also, <laughs> you know, I'm only 5'8". I don't like Giants. <laughs> I'm a, you know, I, yeah. I'm decidedly, I like to say medium, but I'm probably short. <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unfortunately, the Tigers got their asses whooped that day. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it was fun because... Uh, we got there. I mean, it was it was like windy or something. It was cold, right? I remember it being like really cold. But we got there. I got I got uh some like cute hunching tigers gear, um and then and then oh and then like all the food there. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! Man. All the food at. <laughs> Japanese baseball games is oh, really good. So good. I mean, so one thing about Osaka is that Osaka yes. is known for yes. its street food culture. Yes. And, and just if, food in general. Yeah. Just, and yeah. if you love to drink beer, yeah. then you definitely are probably going to love, uh-huh. you know, small bites, yep. street food, yep. things like this. Mm-hmm. And Osaka is a great place yes. for that, yep. you know. Mm-hmm. So we uh, really had a good time with that. We ate a lot of street food mm-hmm. in Osaka. We mm-hmm. ate a lot of, you know, we ate 
takoyaki. Mm-hmm. We ate uh, kushikatsu. Kushikatsu, yeah, which is like skewered, like meat, but like everything. Anything. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll skewer anything. They'll skewer it and then they deep fry that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you and dip it in a sauce. Yeah, and the rule in Osaka uh-huh. is you only dip it once. Right. Because it's communal dipping no, sauce. No double dipping. Don't double dip. Yep, yep. Don't double dip. Yep. Don't play yourself. But Don't get yeah, it was, it was awesome because we went to this uh, one area called Shinsekai, which is kind of like, it's not, uh, it's like an old school, uh, I don't even know what you call it in English. It's just like a street where it's just like a bunch of little a bizarre. It's like a bizarre. Yeah, we call yeah. it like an uh, an arcade, but it's not a, like a gaming arcade, which yeah. we'll get into later. Right. But like, uh, so we got there like early in the morning because I guess I don't know if it was just like jet lag or whatever. But we got up early and we headed over there. Like most places were closed, but like we found we were walking around, you know, just. Uh, looking around just kind of out of place nobody was there but then we would see uh like a little izakaya like deep in there that's a tiny little izakaya like standing only type of thing that was like open at like was like not even 9 a.m something like that right like early in the morning and they had like signage out the door and there's like people and there's like like four or five people and then there's like a sign outside the door that's like we got a morning special yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a beer with like I don't know what, like some something, you know. Like oh, I think of, it was like a boiled egg. <laughs> yeah, my kind of place. Yeah, a breakfast beer. Are you yeah, kidding me? Or like down. cheap. Like I forget how much, but cheap. <laughs> yeah, and was, like, I was like, this is like amazing. four dollars. Yeah, <laughs> a breakfast like, beer and an egg. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. 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 Super. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. amazing. Yeah, really cool. That but was uh, fun. you know, like. One reason why I wanted to go to Osaka is because, you know, um, I have always been a really big fan of fighting games. Mm -hmm. And fighting games are these types of games where it is one-on-one, head-to-head, two people, like Street Fighter, you know, or King of Fighters, Mm -hmm. or Samurai Showdown, or, you know, yeah, Tekken. Yeah. Virtual Fighter, all these games. I loved all of them. I grew up playing all of them. You know, I still watch a lot of it today on mm-hmm. Twitch. I don't play as much. Yeah. But I had to go uh-huh. to an arcade in Osaka because for someone who loves fighting games, mm-hmm. that's like a mecca. Mm-hmm. You know, it Which is, I mean, like I didn't really know that that was a thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, uh there's argument about it, you know, mm-hmm. whether all the best players are from Osaka or Tokyo. Right, right, right. Of but course. All the like best a players are from Osaka. <laughs> like like, you know, like yeah. it's they really um, are all about fighting game culture. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, something that I honestly never in my wildest dreams mm-hmm. even thought I would be able to do. Mm-hmm. But to get the opportunity to mm-hmm. do it, it really felt so good to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you know, even as an aside with the whole video game thing, mm-hmm. I hope that there are some gamers who listen. Uh-huh. If you have, then I hope that you've played Yakuza uh-huh. because uh, <laughs> Yakuza um, not has, a fighting game, but yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a, like a sandbox. Yeah, it's a sandbox game yeah. like Grand Theft Auto, but yeah. it's Japanese version. You yeah. know, like I describe it like Grand Theft Auto. Uh-huh. Uh, their general thesis is. These people are monsters. Uh But Yakuza's thesis is the opposite. These monsters are people. Uh You know, because you really get to learn Uh a lot about culture Uh and you're solving people's problems. Yeah, you you, you constantly bombarded with people's problems. It's (laughs) surprisingly wholesome. You're always running up on people. You're 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 like, ah, okay, I guess I'll have to help you. Yeah, so uh, in the game, uh, the town is called uh, Sotenberi. Sotenbori. Sotenbori. And Uh in... In reality, it's Dotonbori. Dotonbori. Yeah. 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 That's so, the Osaka portion of the game. Yeah, that's the Osaka yeah. portion of yeah. the game. There's like a Tokyo Shinjuku portion of the game. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kabukicho. Uh huh. Yeah. In the game is called Kamurocho. Right. But anyway, though, um, it looks just like the game. Right. Right. The, like, the geography. Like yeah, they've, the geography they've is done perfect. a good job. It's yeah. fantastic. You know. So it is kind of like. Grand Theft Auto, like uh, the one in L.A., San Andreas, I guess. Yeah, San Andreas. But, you know, the, the difference is that, like, you know, they 
Grand Theft Auto, yeah. the locations are yeah. familiar. Right. But in Yakuza, uh-huh. they're basically the same thing. Like, like yeah, it's all, I think it's they're all, able it's to do that because out. it's a smaller right. area, whereas like LA is so big that they got to like cut out like a right. whole chunk of area, and you're right. just like. Oh, what do you know? You're in San, like Santa Monica or something. Yeah. Right. So it was a little bit surreal. Yeah. You know, seeing that. Yeah. But just getting off that, mm-hmm. the culture of Osaka uh-huh. is so different from Tokyo. I think a lot of people dream about going to Tokyo. They dream about uh, crossing the street in Shibuya. You right, know, right, like, right. Uh-huh. In, all, in all the movies. Right. You know? That crazy uh, crosswalk. Yeah. And, you know, that's really cool but i have found tokyo to be like most of the super metropolises mm-hmm. in the world where it's very crowded but it also seems very lonely right you know um people are just so busy and right and a lot of them on transplants you yeah know? yeah and they're moving yeah. and everything's moving so fast right. you know it's really hard to get to know people mm-hmm. but when you go to osaka mm-hmm. It already feels like everyone knows you. Right. Like there's so much soul yeah. and so many and people just want to talk to you. And mm-hmm. you know, my Japanese is very limited, mm-hmm. but I was still able to communicate with people, and people look forward to talking to me. You know, because I mm-hmm. had on my Hanshin Tigers hoppy. Right. And people, people be like, "Why? Yeah. I gotta ask this guy." It's true that like a person is more likely, a random stranger is more likely to come up and talk to you in Osaka. Than in like Tokyo. In Tokyo, they're like kind of minding. Everybody's minding their own business. Yeah. Whereas like in Osaka, like a you know some guy might be like, "Are you, are you a Hanshin fan?" You know what I mean? Like they 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 might just strike up a conversation. They don't care if you don't look like you speak Japanese. They'll like fucking talk to you. Yeah. 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 So where does the beer come in with this? Well. Mm-hmm. We were drinking the whole time, of course, <laughs> and we went to a lot great. of really cool bars. Yeah, you know, it was really um, good. Unfortunately, I don't have them all laid out uh-huh. right now. Yeah. I do have, a, I, I do know a few off the top of yeah. my head, yeah. but uh, and one of them is Branch. Branch, uh huh. Yeah, and that and they had two locations. It was really cool, Branch. Yeah, it was a very very beautiful tap room. That was like a standing. Uh, yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tachinomi. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was which which is basically cool. standing yeah, drink. That one, it was cool. Yeah, and the woman who mm-hmm. worked there was so kind. Yeah, she was really cool. Yeah, you know, we were the only ones there at the time yeah. and she's really nice. And they had a little location across the street mm-hmm. where we went and we could sit down. There's a lot more space. They had refrigerator. Yeah, and they're like, uh, you can go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they absolutely. You have, so to, small, they have a yeah, bathroom. You have to cross the street to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, but they had refrigerators, they had everything you need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A really Nice bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, and Osaka uh-huh. is where Mino beer yes. is based. Uh-huh. So do you want to talk a little bit about Mino beer? Do you have anything to say about that? Um, I mean, I haven't done like the research, but I can tell you that we ended up at a one of their tap rooms. We, yes. didn't, we didn't go to the brewery, but we ended up at... One of the tap rooms. Actually and, called Beer Belly, I believe. Yeah, Be- Beer Belly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we ended up there thanks to this other bar that we went to called Yellow Ape Craft, I think. Yeah. And I think that was the first or second place we went to. It was one of the first ones we went well, to. Well, the first place we went to, we ended up meeting the guys from Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's Kentucky. Yellow Ape. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that was the first place. Yeah. And th- those guys are really cool because they were so happy to see us yeah. because they... They didn't know any Japanese, right? And they didn't these know two anyone, guys. Yeah, who spoke English, yeah. And they just wanted to drink beer. Yeah. So when we came in, it was like <laughs> a breath of fresh air for them. They were so happy yeah. that there were people who could help them right. get what they wanted to get, and right. we were glad to, right? You know, they and were just there for a music festival. Oh, is that what they're there for? Yeah, yeah. So and then they just, I guess they they weren't even like really. Were they, well, they were like kind of into beer, right? No, they, yeah, they were kind of into yeah. beer. Yeah, and then. So then we were talking to them, and we're sitting at the bar, and uh, the people there, they were like, you know, kind of trying to talk to them, but they kind of couldn't, and then, so we came, so then we're all kind of talking, and then, you know, they could tell that we were like really into beer, trying to go to all a bunch of different beer places, and I don't remember if you 
ask them for recommendations. Yeah, I did, and yeah. I, and I always do because right. that's what Drink Local's about. Yep, that's what we do. And you it's know? like if you do, if you travel and go to a bar, a good craft beer bar, definitely ask for recommendations. Is because that's how you get more. Like that's the the way to get the most out of your trip. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so when so when we asked them there, they actually had this little like a booklet that they're like a little free booklet that they were giving out um, that had all these like uh, craft beer in the Osaka area, like all mapped out. And each page was like a different area of Osaka, you know? And so they were kind of showing us this place is good. This is, this place is good. And one of the areas was, um, I forgot what the area was called, but it, one of the breweries was, like Mino Beer. It was like the belly beer belly tap room. Yeah. And that area was really cool because... So we ended up going there after the Hanshin Tigers game. And this area is basically just like bars and izakayas. Just just down the little street. And there's it's visually really cool because there's this like one little street that has a bunch of these like red lanterns all like hanging. So it's like, you know, I mean... It's very Instagrammable if you're into that. Totally. You know, and just visually awesome and so many places that I was just like, I want to walk in here. I want to try this food. And it was packed with people. But, I mean, we only were able to go to, like, Mino Beer. But Yeah, listen, they had a place there Mm -hmm. called Tacos Bodegas. And, like, (laughs) do you understand, like, how it feels to be, like, how much soul you feel to see the word bodega? In the middle of Japan, <laughs> it it was sick. Now, so to tell you a little bit about Mino Beer, now it was founded by Masaji Oshita. And this guy is basically known as the granddaddy of craft beer in mm. Japan. Everyone in Japan, brews, not even just Osaka. Yeah, everyone who brews craft beer knows about him. And we found out about him, you know, maybe our second trip to Japan. Yeah. And, um... That's back, you know, uh, when he was alive. Unfortunately, he's passed away. Um, the Mino Empire. I, don't even, I mean, I might be too grandiose of a word. But uh, the, the, the brewery and the dream has been carried on by his daughters and his wife since 2012 when he died. So they... Yeah, there was like a whole like... Uh tribute to him yeah and they won a ton of beer awards uh you know they uh are known for their stouts Mm -hmm. they make fantastic beer so that's something that you might want to keep in mind like if you ever go to japan and you go to a craft beer bar ask about mino beer they may have a few bottles yeah if it's a craft beer place even in uh tokyo they're likely to have it. I mean... Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, we'll talk more about Mino over time. Uh-huh. But I just really wanted to, you know, just shout out to that whole family. <laughs> the entire family. So, so the, the branch that we went to is in Tenma. And Tenma is the area that has, like, if you want to just, like, walk around, have a drink, have a little bite here, you know... Uh, you know, just beer hop, not even just beer, you know, because I'm not sure what other beer places are over there, but just drink, eat, and just walk around and just go from place to place. They're all like right next to each other. They're just like in this really yeah. tight space, yeah. but go at night so you can see the lantern. It's really cool. Yeah. Go. Tenma. Yeah. Go check out Osaka. Yeah. It's a really great place to have some beer, have some food, have some oh. fun. I want to go back. Yeah, definitely. We're gonna we're gonna go back. You yeah. know, um, drink local is all about you know just uh, these kind of like these gyms, mm-hmm. and Osaka is definitely a gym. Yep. And uh, you know, between Tokyo and Osaka, mm-hmm. those are the two places that are really known right now for brewing their beer. Even though it's starting to come up everywhere. You know, yeah. it's, it's growing fast, but but Tokyo and Osaka have been doing it for a minute. So right. Right. they kind of know what they're doing. 
But listen, this is going to end up being a supersized episode if we don't calm down. So we got to move on <laughs> oh, to okay. our segments. Is that okay? <laughs> yes. Can we do that? do that? Yeah. All right. So, I mean, as you can tell, we have a lot to say. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, we got excited. You know, <laughs> Osaka is really cool. Like, I hope that you guys, you know, are staying with us here because yeah. we're really excited about this. Mm-hmm. So, and we'll be posting photos from the Osaka trip on our Instagram for sure because absolutely. there's a bunch. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. So now let's get into what made you want to drink. Oh, so boy. I have something that okay. she knows about, uh-huh. but I'm not going to start. I'm going to oh. go second because she told me she has a surprise for me. Well, I don't it's know. not a surprise. Yeah, I, well, okay, maybe, I just maybe, didn't maybe, tell maybe, you maybe what it was. Overstating it. Yeah, it's but, not. Uh, I'm a little rant. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. So I'm, I'm a little rant. Okay. I, I mean, don't get too excited because this is just a, you know, a little rant. Um, so... What made me want to drink, I was first going to say that it was uh, when earlier this week on Tuesday when I thought it should have been like Thursday. <laughs> and it was still Tuesday when I found out it was still Tuesday. I was like, God damn it. So Relatable. that made me want to drink. Relatable. Yeah. But um, you know how some, some weeks are like that, right? But, but uh, so yesterday I decided to, just my computer at work was just kind of, there was things going wrong here and there. Like, I like to listen to podcasts. You know, I, I do one, uh, but I'm a big fan of listening to them yeah. too, right? So I listen to podcasts all day when I'm working. Um, and But lately, my it's, it's not like updating or I can't, like, it'll update, but when I click on it, it won't download and it's just like, I can't hear it, right? So I'm like, ah, this has kind of been glitchy and I had to like restart my computer. So I was like, you know what? Let me update my computer, right? So I was on, I'm on a, a Mac at work, and I was on the previous OS, which is Mojave. So, because <laughs> they, they, the, after doing a bunch of like a uh, um, cats series of big cats of like a panther and a lion and whatever the now fuck. Now doing landmarks. We're doing California landmarks, okay? Not just landmarks, California. So, so it went from Mojave, yeah, so I don't know when they're out of California, they're going to move on to a different state or whatever, but um, so it went from Mojave to Catalina, right? So I hadn't updated to Catalina, OS Catalina, and so I was like, you know what, I'll do it. And I finally updated my OS to Catalina, and then what do you know, I was like, oh, just as I thought, because I had heard that Apple was like no longer doing iTunes, you know, so they're like the the computer uh, apps. We, we we used to call them software. Now they're called apps, right? Just like on our phone, is mimicking the phone. You know, because that's what most people are just doing now. They're just on their phone. They're not on their computers. And so, so Apple had said we're not doing iTunes anymore. Now it's going to be music and podcasts. It's going to be two separate apps, just like on your phone. You know, so that's why my podcast wasn't working, right? Um, because I was still fucking on iTunes trying to like get it to work. But they're like, fuck iTunes, we're over it. So I updated my uh, thing OS to Catalina. So I get this podcast app and I was like, okay, great. So it'll work just like my podcast app that I use so often on my phone. Lo and behold... So, <laughs> <laughs> a low and behold. Yeah, because the reason I this don't is first low and behold on drink local. Because <laughs> the reason I don't update OSs like right as soon as they come out is because I'm afraid of little just hiccups and shit. Right? Yeah. I'm like, you get better get your shit straight. I'm not gonna mess with you until you get your shit straight. And you end up in a vortex. You gotta update everything. Now. Exactly. You're yeah. fucked. You I'm know. Too lazy so for all that. yeah. So. So then, so okay, so on iTunes, when you listen to the music, they have a mini player, which is like, so you don't have to open your entire iTunes uh, window every time you want to play or pause or whatever, right? You can launch this mini player, which is like a little tiny thing that you could put on the side of your fucking screen, right? So I would always have it on the corner, right, bottom right corner of my screen, while I have my like illustrator and whatever open like all of my screen, right? And then... I'm listening to podcasts. Somebody talks to me. I have to pause it, you know. Otherwise, I miss what they're what they're talking about. Sure, that's you know? how it works. That's how it works, right? Yeah, because I mean, with music, you can like miss it, sure, whatever. But sure, like with podcasts, sure. you gotta. I'm like ah, yeah. somebody's talking to you. Yeah. So yeah. this mini player, I was obviously using it, 
but the fucking podcast app doesn't have a mini player. Oh, how? How? How are you gonna do that to me? <laughs> how are you gonna do that to me? And the music app, because they separated it, has a mini player. <laughs> Why don't you think a podcast person listening to podcast wants to pause it? So now I had to like have the the podcast app open and then move it all the way down to the bottom of the screen so I can have the play button down there. I really looked everywhere for this. I even Googled it. Nowhere to be seen. So Apple, if you're listening. Apple, they're not. <laughs> somebody from Apple, if you're listening, give me a goddamn mini player for the podcast app, okay? That's all I ask. The, the reason why I'm laughing so hard <laughs> uh-huh. is because you told this story yeah. and all I'm thinking about uh-huh. is that you were like, this makes me want to drink. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this, give me a drink. Give me a beer right now. If you can't give me a mini player, give me a beer, okay? Something's gotta give. Oh my god. That's my rant. That's funny. Thank you. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. So, what made me want to drink <laughs> was uh, finding out about Japan's first robot bartender. <laughs> Now, um, I would not say that I'm a Luddite, which is some oh. a Luddite, which is somebody who uh, fears the uh, advancement of technology. Okay. But I fear the advancement of technology. Robots. So, yeah, I yeah I'm uh, I don't you know I don't like robots. I don't see why we are trying to make them look like human. Well, I know it's because we want to have sex with them, but like I don't know why we're trying to make them like humans. I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't like that, uh, you know, the implications of them, you know, replacing, uh, you know, human labor and so on, because I don't know, uh, what's going to happen for human sustainability Uh inside of a capitalism. Uh It's a whole different story, but, um, okay. Is this robot bartender behind the bar? Well, yeah. So let me uh, give you the story. Okay. So this is, uh, from Reuters. And uh, Japan's first robot bartender has begun serving up drinks in a Tokyo pub in a test that could usher in a new wave of automation in restaurants and shops, struggling to hire staff in an aging society. Now, <laughs> I don't believe that at all. Yeah, what an interesting way to frame that because I know that there's, there are always people looking for jobs. You know, um, there are. Yeah. Yeah, so, but the thing is, though... Uh, but it is an aging society, for it sure. Is, Japan, it is, an, it is an aging society. Because we live fucking long. Because I just saw on the news the other day... We live fucking long. The, long, the, the oldest person is Japanese right now. Yeah, well, the, the oldest person is almost always Japanese. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, sometimes okay. it's so, not, but it is. But... 112. You know, I feel like somebody um, should be older than that, but... I tend to think that it's more that employers don't want to pay livable wages mm-hmm. but that's just you know that may be uh that's also yeah my own you know yeah economy thing. is not that great yeah that, so, so anyway though um basically this company that goes by the name of Yoronotaki, uh-huh. which Yoronotaki, huh? yeah which uh i guess they have a lot of restaurants and yeah things it's like, like a that. chain yeah yeah they, it's a chain izakaya. Yeah, they have a repurposed industrial robot that serves drinks in its own corner of a Japanese pub, <laughs> and it's uh, attached to a tablet that uh, smiles and chats with you, and uh, recognizes it has facial recognition and kind of sees how you're reacting to it. Wow. And it can pour a beer in 40 seconds and mix a cocktail in a minute. So that's really fast. Does it like, is it on wheels? Does it like roll up on No, but I think it's on some kind of device that lets it move around. But it sounds like it's it's in its own little area. Oh, okay. You know, and so they are planning to kind of roll this out during uh, the Olympics and really test it with uh, all of the uh, gaijin. You know, right, because it's probably multilingual too, right? Yeah, right. yeah. And so, um, you know, one of the quotes that, that uh, somebody um, who I won't name, you know, uh-huh. you have to find the article. Uh-huh. 
on Reuters. <laughs> um, but uh, he says, I like it because dealing with people can be a hassle. With <laughs> this, you can just come and get drunk. Is this a Japanese person saying this? Yes, it is. Okay, this yes, is, it is such a Japanese thing to say. Yeah. Hassle dealing with I mean, people. you know, I mean, people <laughs> drink for different reasons. And, you know, and, you know, there's there are various people who don't like the old social experience. I like the social experience. Well, of course. You're uh, asking people what the good, where the good yeah, beers are. Yeah, I can't ask the robot where the good <laughs> beer are. Yeah, There's, can you imagine? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be like, uh, how 9,000 or whatever number 1,000 it is. You know, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, just give you, spit out a list of like highly rated, you know, uh, craft beer bars within however many miles, like rated on fucking Yelp or if you're lucky, whatever. But, uh, the guy who just wants to get drunk quick said if they could make it a little quicker, uh-huh. it would be even better. You know? Oh. Yeah. Not quick enough for that yeah. guy. Yeah. So, anyway, um, they're going to be increasing these mm-hmm. over time. Okay. And like I said, for me, you know, when I go to tasting rooms, mm-hmm. when I go to pubs, mm-hmm. when I go to bars, when I go to restaurants, I enjoy the human experience. You know, I'm not a dick about it. I'm not going to use you know, someone who's on a salary as my therapist that has to listen to me. But I enjoy being able to talk to someone, you know, being able to thank them, Uh you know, being able to ask them, you know, like you said, where else can I go? Right. What is it to do here? You know, getting to know them, you know, like I've had so many wonderful experiences. No, that's what Drink Local is. You know, we've had so many wonderful experiences as a result of human interaction and seeing the enthusiasm of people you know, behind the bar or, you know, people who are drinking next to you and so on, you know, like, I think that in general, Mm -hmm. the experience of human interaction Mm -hmm. is becoming so much more of a novelty. It really is. Yeah. And I don't like that. You know, that makes me want to drink because it it (laughs) freaks me out. It gets, it gets me depressed, you know, because I mean, look, the fact of the matter is, um, I'm I'm William. Uh-huh. So what happened with William? William really has found that just being affable, uh-huh. being friendly, uh-huh. is like almost like a form of currency in itself. Yes, you know that's true. It won't. Well, that will not work against a robot. A robot, yeah, yeah. You know, a like, robot is not gonna give you free beer. Yeah, and you know, I'm not going around looking for free beer. But it happens. Yeah, I get a lot of free stuff. It just happens just to you. Being a nice guy, and I think a lot of people do. And you know why? I think that part of the reason why is because we as people are losing that ability to connect. Totally. You know, and right. when you recognize somebody as, as a human, a human mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. it really makes a difference mm-hmm. for them. And you know, you might be able to change their day, and that's what mm-hmm. I like doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes me feel good mm-hmm. to make people feel good. Mm-hmm. And this, this is. Like one of the greatest things I learned from you, you know, because I rem- I still remember we went to like some uh, like Mediterranean, like it was like a, not a fast food, but you know, it wasn't like a super sit down place. We got it to go and everything, you know, uh-huh. but it was like, um, like shawarma or something, you know? Delicious. Yeah. And so we go and we go to the counter to order the food. And the lady is like, I don't know if it was kind of like later in the evening. So she was probably just trying to like, you know, wait to get home or whatever. And she just had this like, you know, not a scowl, but just, you know, just like not friendly look on her face. She was just trying to like get through her day, you know, and she's trying to take our order. And you like, I don't, I think you were just like hi, how are you? Or whatever, you know, you like asked her how she was or something where, and then I saw her entire facial expression change into like, it, it, it like softened. Like it was like ice melting. It was like amazing. You know what I mean? So I was just like, wow, people need to be treated as fucking humans. I'm, they I'm really do. That. And like you see the appreciation in their face, even if they're not aware of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, I really believe that, you know, mm-hmm. and um, 
you know, it's uh, something that, you know, I appreciate. Mm -hmm. I've always appreciated when I've worked in service, when people mm -hmm. treat me like a person. Right. And, because you, know, you have like, worked in service, You know, but yeah. it's not for everybody. Mm -hmm. Like, I happen to be the guy, like, I'm the guy who wants to help old ladies cross the street. Right. That's just who I am. Yeah. You know? But it's not for everybody. Some of us, you know, we have social anxiety. I totally. have a little bit of social anxiety. Totally. You know? Yeah. But... I've just found that my experience traveling through this world has been better mm -hmm. just being kind to people and being genuinely interested in who they are. And mm -hmm. I don't want to lose that, you know, and I think that you lose that with robots until robots or artificial life forms, whatever you want to call them, become as sophisticated as Blade Runner, uh -huh. like, it's going to be problematic. And even after that, it's going to be problematic because the whole point of Blade Runner is that we're retiring these things, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, anyway, uh, questions from the beer curious. I feel like we need to add music to like, <laughs> things. We need to, like, you know... We'll probably eventually add some sounds and stuff. Wow, really? That's very ambitious of you. I don't know. I'm just saying wow, this. Wow, wow. All right. Well, I hope that you do that. <laughs> uh, so. You can just be me go. Or something, you know. We have a question from. Is it going to be mouth sounds? Um, we yeah, have that's what I'm saying. Awesome. Beatboxing. <laughs> <laughs> we have a question from David. He's a good friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, he. You we know, were doing um, podcasts together. Yeah, we did podcasts. We did CAP, the culturally appropriate podcast. Uh -huh. You know, I hope that someday we can, uh, you know, come back to that, mm -hmm. do a few more of those, maybe, yeah. you know, for a little bit. It's a good uh, time. That was really nice. You know, mm -hmm. I had a great time with David. Mm -hmm. But uh, David, he doesn't drink anymore, but mm -hmm. he had some really good questions yes. uh, for us. Yes. So, one of his, his first question was What kinds of beers uh -huh. do you recommend to a beer newbie? So, I have an answer for that. Okay. Okay, so is it a beer, like, completely new to just beer in general, or, like, new to craft beer? Um, probably new to craft beer, right? Yeah, I would say probably new to craft beer, but yeah. you can answer it how you'd like to answer it. I mean, I think that it's, there's a reason that lagers are kind of, like, you know, like, Budweiser- you know, like, the the beer that, like, people just drink that's not, like, craft beer or whatever tend to be lagers, right? For the most part. Like, generally. Yeah, yeah. It's probably the most, in terms of amount, it's probably is the most consumed type of beer. Yeah. I would think. I don't know. Yeah, no, but, probably. Yeah. Definitely so, in America. Probably so. In Japan, like, like, too, like I would think. Yeah, I don't know or... about, like, in Europe. Maybe it's a little different. I don't know. But, like, uh, I would say, like, I mean, a lager is, like, probably going to be the most inoffensive beer where it's not going to be something where it's, like, uh, some people like it, some people don't. You know, it's just like, what can you, what is there to not like about a lager, really? You know I what see. I mean? So I feel like a lager, uh, if you want a little bit something, a little bit more, maybe uh, a pale ale, a pilsner. You know, because I feel like people who aren't really used to drinking beers in general, they, they want like a light beer, right? This is not my answer, but okay. what about a Guinness? A Guinness is good. I think it's like a good, I think it's intimidating because it's dark and people think it's, it's going to be like. It's nitro, it's a little bit different of a sensation. But people think that it might, like when you, they see something dark, they expect the flavor to be like punching in your, you in your yeah, mouth. Yeah, I think that which people. Which it's not yeah, at all. Yeah. It's really mild, yeah. actually. So you're yeah. right, like a Guinness is a good, you know, okay. especially with St. Patty's Day coming up. Yeah, totally. So yeah, you know, it's, but uh, my answer. Uh-huh. Is I would recommend uh -huh. a flight. Oh, okay. So this is the direction I'm going with it. Okay. Because I'm saying, why don't you get different four five ounce beers of instead spots. of one imperial pint, this which would true. be twenty ounces of this a beer true. that you may not like. Exactly. And that may poison your your uh, idea perception about it. Mm -hmm. of beer. Yeah, right? that's a that's so, a good that's good you advice. Know, that way you can just have a taste, mm -hmm. a splash, enough to mm -hmm. figure out if you like this beer, right. and you get to try a few. 
right. right? You know, and what I would do is I would get a flight and I would try four different styles. Flights usually right. come in fours, you know, sometimes Four there are five. larger flights than yeah. that, you know, some come in six, you know, mm -hmm. but some come in five, yeah. but generally they come in four. Yeah. You know, you just try some, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. then you can kind of get a good idea yeah. of what you want to do, you know, yep. that way, you know, people these days are familiar with some of the more popular styles of beer mm -hmm. by name. Right. People know there's an IPA. Right. So try yourself an IPA. Right. You know there's a lager or a pilsner. Try mm -hmm. yourself a pilsner. Or you a know stout. about a stout. Mm -hmm. Try a stout, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I would, you know, me, of course I want to throw a sour in there. Yeah, you know? try a sour. Yeah, because it's yeah. totally a different thing. And yep. what you find is that there's so much variety amongst the beer. Like beer is not one thing. Right. You know, so and you might be surprised at what you like. Absolutely, absolutely. True. You know, you might like a cider. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I would recommend doing. If that's I a good, was new that's to a beer, good suggestion. yeah, I would just get a flight. Yeah, you and know? if you're at like uh, a bar that don't serve flights, because a brewery will usually have a flight because yeah. they want you to try all their beers right you know they want you to like get a taste of everything find what you like you know but uh, a craft beer bar might nece might not necessarily offer flights but they will let you taste you know so they some places they'll say like how many you know dollars for a taster and some places they'll just give you a little taster yeah. you know if you ask if you're like oh, i'm i'm kind of like interested in this this sounds interesting but do you think i could get a little taste and they'll be glad to give you a little taste, you know. So don't be afraid to ask for sure, you know. And I think, yeah, you're right. Like definitely um, the only way to find out is to keep tasting, you yeah. know. Keep tasting. Keep well tasting. Keep know? tasting. Mm -hmm. That's how yeah. you learn. So that's questions from the Beer Curious for mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. We do have more questions from David, mm -hmm. but we're going to save them. We may come back down the road. Yeah. Because we are unfortunately out of time. We really got excited today. <laughs> we so did. we talked much longer than we like to. Mm -hmm. We like to keep it in a nice neat little package for yeah. you. But today we got excited. We hope that you could feel our excitement and that you stayed with us mm -hmm. for the entire episode. If you did, then please check our Instagram, mm -hmm. which is at Drink Local TV, mm -hmm. our Twitter, at Drink Local TV, mm -hmm. our blog, drinklocal.tv. Mm -hmm and rate and review us yeah why not yeah, rate us on here you know yep. so until next time bottoms up bottoms up